Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Hello, my friends. I'm back once again on the show designed with you in mind. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and more. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm delighted to host another edition of Talking with T. It's September 9th. And if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actor Adam Sandler, the late Colonel Sanders, actor Hugh Grant, and late soul singer Otis Redding. On this date in history in 1968, Arthur Ashe becomes the first African-American winner of the U.S. Open Men's Single. It is also the date that Venus Williams got her first U.S. Open Women's Single Tournament in 2000. Her sister Serena, won the tournament the year before. Today on the national calendar is National Teddy Bear Day and National Boss Employee Exchange Day, which falls the Monday after Labor Day. As we approach the season of fall, the theme this month is don't just fall for anything. Don't just be okay with things you know are wrong. Don't fall for excuses and justifications when you know good and darn well stuff is foul. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Let's take R. Kelly, for instance. Some of you all really want him to be innocent so bad because he is such a talented musician, but y'all know he is as wrong as the day is long. He isn't the only one. We've got to stop upholding people just because we want to like them. We can't just keep ignoring that grown man you see picking up young girls after school. And I don't care if it's R. Kelly or R. Shelley. Don't just fall for anything. And speaking of that, a New Jersey man has been charged in a $2 million online dating scam. He defrauded more than 30 victims from internet dating sites. This continues to happen as people search for love. And I'm not opposed to online dating, but people need to be a little more wary and careful about these encounters. And don't be sending folks money again. Don't just fall for anything. Let's turn our attention to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Let's start with a happy highlight and a story that reminds us of the good that still exists in some of our hearts. I am particularly proud of a seven-year-old out of South Carolina named Jermaine Bell, who used the money he had been saving for Disney World to send to the evacuees of Hurricane Dorian. Three people were hurt in shootings and one person was injured in a crash all occurring at the Minnesota State Fair. Now first, a 19-year-old woman was hit by a car. They said the driver initially stopped but left the scene after bystanders began kicking and hitting his vehicle. He drove a short distance and pulled over to call 911. Then shortly after that, there was a fight and gunfire was heard near where the officers were rerouting traffic around the crash scene. Police found a man with a gunshot wound. He was taken to the hospital, and then it was discovered that two other people turned up at separate hospitals from gunshot wounds. There was a lot of chaos at the fair on its final night. Rapper Pusha T is collaborating with Lauren Hill to bring attention to the plight of families impacted by the absence of loved ones due to mass incarceration. A Cumberland County woman has been arrested for filing a false report after sending authorities emails about planning school shootings. 
They say that Nicole O'Neill sent the emails knowing good and doggone well that there was not a legitimate threat and that it would cause people to be in fear. She needs something better to do with her life. And I'm thinking she might have been seeking some attention and hopefully she will get all the attention she needs while she is behind bars. Hampton University is offering free tuition to students impacted by Hurricane Dorian. A former Tennessee police officer could face up to 20 years in prison after reaching a plea deal this past Wednesday. He admitted to raping three women in his custody and using a stun gun to hold the fourth woman against her will. This is one of the reasons many women, including myself, are afraid of being pulled over. The fear is real. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. And thanks for tuning in to Talking with T. on the side of the road where he actually got out of his house. 
The teen had called 911 and said he was in the basement and heard gunfire upstairs. The police took him in for questioning, and that's when he admitted to the killing. Um. Wow. That's a whole lot going on, and much like everyone else, I'd be interested to hear the motive behind these killings. And clearly there's some things, there's some questions that have yet to be answered. There's so many questions that I have. There's so many questions I think that many of our listeners would have upon hearing this story. So, wow. Yeah. Just wow. Okay. I would say I want to hear what the motive is, being that he killed his stepmother and his step-siblings. Um, and that was his biological father. So, ooh, that, that's sad. Yeah, it is. It's a lot more to that story. Yeah, I mean, how do you kill a six-month-old baby? But this is a baby himself, 14 years old. Right. So he killed a six-month-old, a five-year-old, and a six-year-old. Come on. Well, ABC News reported that a Texas family has filed a lawsuit against their son's school district, accusing them of discriminating against the boy by drawing on his scalp with a black Sharpie permanent marker. And they did this in an effort to, quote, bring his haircut up to coat. The little boy's name was Jules Price. He's 13 years old. And the parents said that they were not aware of him breaking the coat. But you can watch the interview of the family through a link on our webpage. That's www.talkingwitht.com. So in my opinion, and you'll see it, the boy had a hairstyle that's common among African-American boys. It's a fade with a part in it. The staff members laughed as they colored in his part with the magic mark. So first, he was sent to the discipline office and was told that he would be put in school suspension or the line would have to be filled in with the marker. Neither the principal nor the boy's parents were told that they were getting ready to do this to the little boy. And so the parents said it took many days of scrubbing to get the marker out and the kids teased him. Jules was humiliated and shamed, said the family's attorney. The parents said had they known, they could have just shortened the haircut to get rid of the part. And, of course, the district has apologized and put the campus administrator on leave. But, baby, y'all already know. This is ridiculous. When y'all see the haircut, first of all, it was, in my opinion, it was not over the top. It was not um, distracting some of the things that they had in their code about extreme haircuts, tight hairstyles. It was a very nice, simple hairstyle with a part. And the part did have, a, like, a little zigzag in it, but nothing, you know, like I said, too extreme. You know, as an educator, my first question would be, you know, do these teachers still have their jobs? Secondly, I think a lot of times schools tend to major in the minors. You know, something as simple as a haircut, as long as it doesn't distract the educational process, leave the children's hair alone. And thirdly, you know, as the uncle of a two-year-old nephew, all I would say is that, you know, if that happened to my nephew, the school would have to see me because it would be a whole problem. You're just not going to take no marking, a whole problem. You're not going to take no marker and color in my child's head because you think right. that his haircut is is a violation of the quote unquote uh, 
school code or school policy or whatever. No, you're not going to do that. No, you're going to have to see me. You're going to have to see me for it. What you said, why is it that our hairstyles are always a problem? Growing up, I seen kids with mullets, uh, hawks. I mean, do something to them. Leave us alone. That part. Who about me if they didn't inform the parents of what they were going to do? Right. Because there's other ways than a magic marker. I'm sure. There are sprays that you could spray in and they wash right out. Well, they should have given the parents the option to fix it. Like exactly. I said, this is a little boy, 13 years old, and they said he's real shy. And if you listen to the interview, you can kind of tell he's quiet. He probably didn't know what to do. And then the kids teasing him. Yeah, they were right pursuing him. Yeah. Well, police have arrested a mother and daughter, Felicia Hollins and Gabrielle Hodges. You know them, Jay? No. <laughs> oh, well. Hold on, why you ask me if I know them? I'm going to tell you in a minute. They arrested them for stealing $200 worth of crab legs from a Tennessee grocery store. They allegedly stuffed the seafood into their purse at the Super Low Foods in Memphis. Oh, shoot. That's like <laughs> The store manager tried to stop them, and they punched them twice in the face. So now they've been charged with theft and assault. Okay. First of all, you're stealing crab legs out the super low. And in terms of grocery stores, at least down here, super low is like the cheapest grocery store in all of Memphis. It's not like, you know, you have to go to the Kroger or to the Fresh Market, you know, if you really got coins to spend. You go to the super low when you budget and budget. Well, the... By virtue of the name, I was thinking it might be on the low end of grocery stores, but I wasn't sure. And it is. I was trying to be diplomatic. Oh. <laughs> but, hey, at least they put it in their purse. I've heard of people trying to steal food from grocery stores and putting the uh, stolen items in their clothing, you know, below the equator, etc. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and what's the name of the store again? Super Low. I don't know if I want to get any crab legs that are super low. It's about like when I went in the Dollar Tree and they had ribeyes in there. I don't think I'm going to get them ribeyes. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, to Super Low's credit, they do have some fried fried chicken. Uh, the Saints have feasted many uh a Saturday after service on the super low chicken. The chicken is good. I can't speak for the crab legs. <laughs> is that like a save a lot here? Maybe. Okay. Now, Pam, I did have a ribeye from the Dollar Tree. You cooked 1.5 seconds. Because <laughs> they thin as a pea and you're right. 1.5 seconds. So it's something you just cut up and put over a salad. <laughs> Well, Pam, a couple of weeks ago, you were deliberating over what you would do with a million dollars of cocaine. Remember, they found a million dollars of cocaine in a banana box at three different Safeway stores in Washington State. Well, this week, more than a dozen bricks of cocaine washed up on two Florida beaches from waves caused by Hurricane Dorian. So I don't know 
where these bricks came from, but more than a dozen of them washed up on the shore. For the past few weeks, it seems like there have been several unclaimed amounts of drugs that have turned up here in Yonder. And I'm curious now, the people going to go try and recover their lost property? Well, Pam, what say you? I think, uh, think I need to go on down to Florida. What? You gonna wait on some more bricks to wash up on the shore? Yeah, because brick by brick, that's how you build a foundation, brick <laughs> by brick. So I need to go on down to Florida, just take a little vacation. Well, I'll be up in the room watching you with my binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam, this is a story you brought to my attention, so I want to share it with the rest of the team and the listeners. I did see it on several places uh, on the Internet, but, you know, we have to make sure that we legitimize the stories we share, and then I started seeing it on mainstream media as well. And I have a link to the story that you can review on our webpage. What about the mother who took her daughter to a fight at a beauty shop? She wanted to confront one of the workers, and then a fight started. The two daughters were shot, and the witnesses said that the mother didn't even help them. She got in her car and left the scene. And sadly, the two girls, they died. What? This is what we're doing in the beauty shop now? Honey. Why are you taking your children to a fight? Why? Okay. All right. And he has dysfunction written all over. And then you leave them. Mm-hmm. Leave your children. And the children die. How you feel? Right. What you, what you feel like? Mm. Everything. She didn't care no way because she took them to a fight. Yeah, like Pam said, it was dysfunction from yeah. the beginning. She, 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 she probably don't, well, being a mother, I don't know, but having a mother, I know how my mom is about me. Mm-hmm. So she don't ever put me in harm's way. Uh, most same parents? Even right. when it's my fight. Right, right. Right, exactly. Shall. That's all I got to say. Well, I have one story from the Crazy Chronicles before we wrap up our time today. This is about a lady out of Utah. And she called 911 to report she was following a drunk driver. She described the driver and everything. But guess what? It ended up being herself. So, according to the court documents, <laughs> Brianna Hernandez called 911 and said she believed she was following an intoxicated driver. But when she gave the description, it was of herself. And so, of course, when they got there, they said she was burping and laughing uncontrollably. And then she was located in the driver's seat of her car. And when she saw him, she jumped out the car and ran away. They had a restrainer. They could smell the odor of alcohol coming from her. And they said that due to the level of intoxication, medical was called to assess her. She was uncooperative and had to be restrained and taken to the hospital. Why was she sipping out? I'm glad you asked. I was reading further. It said that there was an empty bottle of Fireball whiskey located in the driver's side cup holder. Oh, no. Fireball? No, ma'am. A whole bottle. 
No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. See, see, you know, Fireball ranks up there with the list of alcoholic beverages that you drink once and you never drink again and you don't even tell anybody that you ever drank it. You know, right up there with Mad Dog 2020. With Mad Dog 2020? Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> well, no wonder because... Five, did you say Fireball? I did. Because I know some people that drink Fireball. <laughs> and, um... Uh, <laughs> well, Fireball is to be a shot. <laughs> Not a Y'all have given me the giggles. That's gonna have to be it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what the how many of us said. Wait, and I <laughs> and I can't wait to hear what the three of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. And you know it's been said. That is not your line. <laughs> what is it? What is it? And it's going to be told. It's going to be told. Okay. Now do it again. We're not going to do it again. You just do your part. And it's going to be told. All right, now. We discuss many topics on Talking with T. And if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you. Your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwithtea.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. If you are interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With Tea, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on our website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember that you can listen to Talking With Tea anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking with T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Wrong is wrong, even if everybody is doing it. And right is right, even if no one is doing it. William Penn. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.